7, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. And now, another really exciting episode of the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Oh, boy, he's not all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm feeling kind of spooky. Well, that's not entirely true. Um, oh dear, oh dear. Um, this is our official Halloween episode, and I don't know, I'm having a bit of trouble coming up with something. Um, but I'm sure if we run the theme music when we come back, I'll be suitably um, scary and yeah okay run that theme music darling it's the shy life podcast <laughs> <laughs> you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere hello Jean. I'll go anywhere for potato delicious hello campus how are you you quite like a big bang don't you Paul? Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life Podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all green and here. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> Hi, listeners, back again. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, this is the trouble. I don't know. This must be our seventh Halloween episode. You know, and it's not always easy finding the content. You know. Um, as much as I like Halloween, it, uh, you know, sometimes you just run out of ideas. Don't want to go repeating yourself. I'm sure there's ways around it. Um, well, Paul, I do have an idea for you. You have an idea for me, Cromarty? Yes, Paul, a good idea. Okay, what's your idea? Uh, I think you should talk to Toppy Smelly. He must have done tens of Halloween episodes over the years. That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, listeners, I think I think Cromarty's come up with a solution. Well, kind of. Um, yeah, I think I should talk to Toppy. Yes, talk to him. Oh dear, the episode's hardly begun, but yes, I'll, I'll do that. Um, 
Where's your Uncle John? Oh, he's doing something in the other room. It's fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, okay, I'll talk to Toppy. I'll go and see how your Uncle John is. Sure, sure. Right, where's Toppy's number? Um, I should know off my heart by now. There you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what what's going on? You you told me to to rush over and it yeah. it got it got me over here real fast. Uh, is something wrong? What's going on? No, no, it's nothing. It's just uh, I've we've hit that certain time of year. Um, I think. What do you mean certain time of year? The, the H word. Ha- oh. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Yeah. yeah, isn't it great? Oh, it's my favorite time of year, Paul. I do love it, but. Um, I, I just wanted to brainstorm a bit with you, and I'm aware you probably have to do your own Halloween episode. Uh, and obviously, I've been doing the show not as long as you, but I've been doing it for, you know, over six years now, and and I've done quite a few Halloween specials. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I'm running dry. I, 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 I really. We've done spooky houses. We've done ghosts yeah. being on the show. We've done well. Um, Paul, I'm I'm surprised at you because normally you would have had your Halloween episode done in the spring and all ready to go. What happened? Well, you know, it's it's been one of those years, and and I haven't been travelling as much, and and um, I don't know. I, I uh, there's, there's there's been there's, there's been a, a, a lot going on. Of course, we recently had that big garden party of of uh, uh, for August and and uh, yeah. And, and that was quite concerning. I mean, that was a horror. Episode. That was that had that come, if they had that come a few weeks later, uh, that would have been our Halloween episode. <laughs> that could have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, you know, that there has been with the whole yoga vampires on the scene. I feel mm. like we've been horroring all year, and now we've come to the part of the year. There's no there's there's no vampires around. Yeah, so. we can't we can't be horroring around. Uh yeah, I get what you're saying, but Paul, Halloween's almost here. What are you going to do now? Well, I don't. I thought maybe through talking with you, it would give me some ideas. One of the things that I am hoping to do, as long as I think is, we, we, we have rail strikes in the country at the moment. Oh, I've um, heard about it. Yeah, uh, which makes it difficult to get around. I, I've uh, got enough problems with walking about as it is. Right, so right. I just hope that. No, Paul, I got, I got the idea. I got an idea. Okay, oh, yeah. this is going to be great. All right, here's what you do. Since since you're there, yeah. take advantage of the fact that you're home. Now, what I want you to do is, like, fix up your house to be a haunted house. Like, when I was a kid, I loved making haunted houses. And you can do all kinds of things. Like, you can tie a Kleenex tissue to a little thread and make a little head. And then you, you can, like, loop the, the thread over a lamp and then make it go across the room. And you can be clear across the room, Paul. And you can secretly be pulling on the thread. And that little ghost, you go, and raise up. It'll scare people. And then you can paint Dealey black. And then you can, like, do all kinds of things like that. Well, let me tell you. Oh, you can, like, oh, there's so many ways to do a haunted house. What do you think about that? Oh, I think well, that's what you should do. I mean, uh, the trouble is I live in a house where I'm the kind of the, jun- the junior member, if you, well, or I have the least authority um, because um, I, I just 
I'm just not sure that Toby would be very happy. Oh, if, if but I it's oh, for heaven's sakes. Uh, give him a job to do or send him out for no uh, get him involved and he'll probably like the idea he'll but, like he could do like a, Dealey? I, I can't I can't make Dealey cross he, he my life wouldn't be worth living he 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 he, he would give me that look <sighs> well okay so don't paint him black so but there's so many other things you could do Paul yeah. I mean like I, you know things with lights and, and spooky like you could get a strobe light right uh-huh. like have that going blunk, 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 blunk. Uh, and like it'll be spooky you know but does that work on a podcast oh okay so you know you can just say oh there's a strobe light oh, over there going yeah. blah 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 and then like then you can say like oh the fog the fog's coming and, you know you can get one of those fog machines oh. then you see what you do is you buy this thing called fog juice and you put in this thing I'm a jig and it makes fog it's really creepy it looks just like you're on dark a set of dark shadows oh. <laughs> so you can do huh oh, uh, uh, it's just I have done one thing, and, and and it's just the whole train strike, um, not being able to walk very well thing, uh, if if that could spoil this plan. I, I have actually hired, well, I've got like, uh, 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 there's a spooky house down in Kent, which is outside of London. Uh, well, how are you going to get there? But it's uh, yeah, thing. Well, I can get there by train if the trains are good. Uh, this is the only thing. My, my the possibility of recording in a spooky house. It's the same spooky house I've recorded in before. Well, you've um, done that before, Paul. And listen, uh, the, uh, the idea I have for you, you don't have to worry about the trains. You do it right there in your home, and it'll be a smash hit. Well, uh, I suppose so. Do you think I should read a scary poem? Or, uh, well, of course. Anything spooky fits. I, you know, uh, you, you I, could put a spider costume on Dealey and have him have like eight legs, and you could tie a rope to him and have him come down from the ceiling. Huh? No, no not from the ceiling. No, no, but maybe he can have a web or something. Okay. I, I, I just, I don't think he's 18, you know. I don't, I don't know. All I, right, I, never mind then. Forget about Dealey. But. Good idea. It's a good idea. He could certainly do. I could certainly record him making lots of. Um, he does a lot of caterwauling at like four four a.m. in the morning. I could set up a recording. That's right. Record yeah. that. So that would be. Yeah. Be if you wanted to do the whole something, pop, pop, uh, uh, get on Amazon right now and buy like that four inch thick chain. A length of chain, and then you like you shake it, and you get oh, ghostly chains in the background, and you could just be like rattling the chains in your hand, and and you could go like, oh, where are those chains? Oh, noise! Oh, it's like a spooky chain noise. They could do that. As long as I don't have post-traumatic stress, oh. going back to that time that Damius locked me up in the cellar. Oh, that for him, that was that was bad. Okay, I'm skip, sure the, skip the couple. chain no, thing. No. No, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. Um, what, what sort of food would you suggest? Um, oh, <clears throat> well, that's easy, Paul. What you do is you boil some spaghetti, and then you let it get cold, and then you put it in a box, and you say, "Ooh, stick your hand in the box because there's my intestines in there. <laughs> well, How about that? Yeah, that would be good. And then they um, could eat the spaghetti. What about what about spaghetti with meatballs? But the, but the meatballs could have little eyes somehow. Um, yeah, like you just like you slice some green olives and then you push it into the meatball. 
yeah. And it's like eyeballs. You can say, oh, look, I'm eating eyeballs. Blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, God, no, don't eat. Yeah. And you could like really spook them out. I always, I always liked seances, doing seances. I've done them a few times on the show, but um, uh, I, I, they, they've generally not ended up so well. So I think I'll probably have to skip the seance. We, we, no, no, don't skip the seance. I can tell you how to make tables rise. It's an old magic trick. You, you can get Yanni Uncle John involved because he's good at magic. And he, listen, all you have to do is like you have long sleeves. And in your sleeve, you have a long ruler, just one of those wooden rulers. And you keep it hidden, right? But then when you put your hands on the table, you like secretly, when no one's watching, pull out the ruler so that it's underneath the table. And if Yanni Uncle John's on the other side, and then you can both like, oh, God, the table's rising. Oh, God, there's spooks in here. How about that? Well, well I, 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 I'm not against the idea, but all I'm oh, saying is that. Wow, no, no, that no, was no, a great you. idea. What's the matter? It's a great you? idea, but 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 if you remember back, it's oh. not so much a case of I don't want to say pulling the wool over people's eyes, but oh. the, the thing is, like when Yeti Uncle John did magic, he actually conjured up a real life demon. It's not so oh, much a case not of going to do that again, Paul. That. You know, that's a one-time thing. The trouble is this with the Shire Life podcast, as you know, <laughs> we're not short of real spooks and ghosts and creeps and ghouls. No. Um, we don't have to pretend anything. They're all there if we, if we want them. It's just Listen, really, I'm sorry, really but bookshelf imps are not scary, Paul. They're, they're not. Them, they're, they're relatively scary. Um, <sighs> well, uh, it's been useful. Uh, You've definitely given me some ideas. Well, I hope so. My God, I'm exhausted now. Just hope that I just hope that you don't have as much problems as I do with your um, Halloween episode. I'm sure. I'm sure you've got something nice. <sighs> well, listen. Don't forget that you and Bettina and Ick uh, are going to zip over to Pickle Hollow in the spaceship. Because uh, speaking of haunted houses, uh, someone's built a, a really great attraction. I haven't been there yet, but I think. Um, you and and uh, you guys will like it. I'll bring Aunt Tappy and, and Sassy along, and and it'll be a great scare fest. Well, well, at least if my um Halloween episode's no good, I'll, I'll be associated with a much more exciting one. Which <sighs> is, uh, it won't be. It won't be all bad. So. Oh man, man, you are just not in the Halloween spirit this year, Paul. Oh God, what do you get? You got to get into the Halloween spirit, Paul. It's it's really close to Halloween, and you don't have much time. I'll get some gin and some vodka. Uh, those oh. are two of my, my favorite spirits. No, that, that's not that kind of spirits. Oh, God. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, I'll try and G myself up. It's just, it's just been a long year, and we've still got, we've still got two months to go till Christmas. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, well, we're not doing Christmas this year. Oh. I'll explain to you when I, when I see you next time. Thank God. I, 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 might, need, I might need your help. Because we've got an alternative to Christmas. Yeah, we must stop Christmas book from coming, Paul. But how? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll speak to you in a few weeks' time, and I'll tell you what we're doing here, and you may have some ideas. But right. well, anyway, thank you for your help today. Um, well, you know, stick around. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, it, it, it's got a buffet set up, I believe. Of okay. Like, how long is this? Is this episode going to be? Because I yeah, I'm hungry, and maybe while you do some other things, no, I fine. can get myself a snack. 
No, it's fine. I think you should leave me to it now. Um, you, you've, you, you mustn't give away all your secrets because you need to keep some for yourself. But it'd be oh, very okay. useful having this, this brainstorming session. Oh, so I should leave. I just like the idea of you coming all this way and going straight back. I think you should have lunch before you go. Okay, I do too. Uh, so do you mind if I go into your pantry? No, no. Because I'm going to see what you have. You probably have cookies. Or no, you call them biscuits. Anyways, I'll find something. And, and Ix always got lovely food on his ship, uh, alternately. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's quite, quite all right. Um, do you guys eat peanut butter over here in the UK? We might have a jar left over. I think what do you mean, Toby. might? Well, Toby likes it. Um, so okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, I'm so hungry. I'll just eat Dealey's cat food, okay? Oh, dear. Um, all right. Okay. Well, all right. Um, listeners, we're going to get on with our Halloween special and... Uh, Thanks, Toppy. Oh, the Halloween specials right now. Okay. Okay, I get it. I get what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> let's put like let's play some music when we come back. We'll be somewhere yeah. else doing something else. Oh, oh. Yeah, play some spooky music music. John, what are you doing? Um, oh, well, I'm setting up a seance. Setting up a seance? What, because it's Halloween? Oh, is it Halloween? Oh, oh yes, so it is. No, I keep getting phone calls from uh, Charlie Gurr. Oh, yes. Yes, they're meant for Paul, but he somehow uh, diverted any calls from him to, to, to me if it's Charlie Gurr. Well, what's Charlie saying? Uh, oh, I'll have a recording of one of the messages. You want to have a listen? Yes, go on. Here, here we go. Uh, press, uh, press play. Oh, there we go. Hello? Hello, it's me, Charlie. Oh, I, I don't know who this message is going to, but I need to... Uh, I need to emphasise that you must get in touch with the other dimension. They've been calling me for the last year, and uh, you have not responded to them. They are furious. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what will happen if you don't. Uh, maybe this dimension will be sucked into the other one. And all my lovely pies will be destroyed. You need to sort this out. Paul, whoever it is, just sort it out. Or I, I, or I shall be furious and do growls and uh, stomp my foot. Yes, just do something. Oh, blimey, he does sound cross. He does, doesn't he? He sounds very cross. No one wants to get Charlie Cross. It's fair enough. Paul's been, you know, ignoring this whole business with the other dimension, like, pretty much throughout the whole year. Oh, yes, since the pie seance. Yes. Uh, so, I've got myself a Frey Bentos pie, and I'm going to do a seance. I'm going to try and contact the uh, other dimension. And tell them what? Tell them, tell them to bugger off. Oh, yitty, Uncle John. You can't do that. Oh, Paul doesn't want to travel to the other dimension. 
and we don't want Charlie bothered because he, he, he just bothers me. Oh, it's uh, you know, it's dangerous. Paul can't go to the other dimension. He's he's got mobility issues these days. He can't go doing stuff like that. Yes, well, I, I know what you mean. Um, he's the Uncle John. Also, um, you know, they said he had to come by himself. And even when he was considering it, he, he said he wouldn't be able to go by himself. He'd have to go with somebody. Yes, yeah, that's right. And But he can't. So, you know, even if it's just postponing it for a, a, a time, it's like, you know, a, a sick note from games at school. Oh, but dear Uncle John, do you know how to do a seance? Yes, this pie, I'll just turn the lights out, put some candles. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, just mutter something. Oh, dear, oh dear. Um, well, I think I should talk to Paul about this first. Oh, you, you can't bother Paul, I'll just get on with it. Oh dear, it's Uncle John. <laughs> Remember when you did magic and you conjured up a demon? Oh yes, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> no, no. Oh dear. Oh, Paul, 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 I must speak to Paul. Oh, don't bother, don't, probably don't bother him. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, where do I start? Well, listeners, I think Toppy has given me some, some good ideas. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I, I have, uh, as luck will have it, I've managed to uh, contact, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, a few people. I've got, I've got a few guests lined up, um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, well, um, actually, next up, uh, I have a little chat. It's about a horror film. Yeah, a horror film called um, The Phantom of Death from 1988. It's an Italian horror film. I recently watched it with uh, um, with Nick and our friend Joe. And, uh, yeah, it's got Donald Pleasance in and Michael York. And uh, Michael York, uh, well, he starts off looking all quite young and handsome. And, oh dear, something starts to go wrong. And he gets increasingly violent. And Donald Pleasance wants to find out who's doing these violent things. He doesn't realise it's Michael York. Have a listen and see what we thought of it. Hello, hello, listeners. We've just been watching a film called Phantom of Death from 1988. It's got Michael York in and Donald Pleasance and um, also Edward Fenwick, who's known for many appearances in Jallows in the early 70s. Um, it's, I guess it is sort of Phantom of the Opera-ish. Ish, ish. Nick, what did you think? Um, I actually think the title um, undersells it a little bit because it was actually quite an interesting sort of tragic story mm. and a different spin on the, the usual um, a serial killer yarn. And uh, dear old Michael York, bless his heart, um, uh, enduring lots of makeup. I won't say too much spoilers, but uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was um, it, it held my attention throughout. And nice to see old, old Donald Pleasance as well. It's an Italian film, listeners. I, part, I partly chose it because Michael York uh, was was a, a, the, the model for a character that Nick and Joe wrote years ago. Yeah, Cabin Release. Yeah. Uh, we, we both 
extensively worked with him, didn't mm. we? And and back in the seventies, I suppose because of uh, Jesus and Nazareth, um, Logan's Run, things like that. The parts that he, the memorable parts that uh, Michael we all played. I suppose I was looking for a, a sort of uh, model, but I mean, you know, I, I, that was very much in the seventies. But uh, um, Alan Hayes, who who did the books for, uh, you know, the produ- published some books about it about the series used uh, Michael Weewalk's model well the bits of Michael Weewalk I think <laughs> but, but the eyes were one of his friends and the so he, he did a bit of a Frankenstein job of Michael Weewalk <laughs> to, to actually uh, for the cover so it's not pure Michael Weewalk so, so we didn't get but yes yeah, so um, it was it's all, it was interesting I'd, I'd forgotten that there were a few scenes in Venice which is always good as far as I'm concerned oh, yes. Um, I mean, it, um, it don't look now it ain't, but it was um, it was enjoyable. I don't think um, I don't think I was that keen on it the first. This is about the third time I've seen it, and each time I watch it, I enjoy it more. But um, um, Joe, what did you think of Phantom of Death? Yes, yeah, I have a copy of it myself, and yeah, I've seen it a few times. It does grow on you. Mm. It's just yeah, I mean it. It's probably the, the script jumps about all over the place. It's, its main problem is it's a little bit unfocused. It could, mm. you feel it should be a little bit tighter. Um, it'd been nice if it all been set in Venice, actually. Yeah. A sort of mm. sense of claustrophobia, which is it's mm. sort of it's like it lacks. That's, yeah, it's just not focused. <laughs> uh, Donald Pleasance gets to swear in one scene Massive. a lot. He goes, he gets very cross. He goes like, you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, and, and I somehow suspect that perhaps most of the people who who have filmed in long shot didn't even know they were being filmed yeah. <laughs> because it does look like yeah. some people are totally taken by surprise with this like caveat swearing his head off. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, we have a second film to watch, which has also got Donald Pleasance in. Um, but also, before we go, I should ask. Although Ali's eating cheese, I should ask. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was very good. Cheese, you good. were prepared to throw in the bin yesterday. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't like Wayfair. Um, but um, I don't like Wayfair. <laughs> what did you think of the makeup on Phantom of Death? Because they aged him up quite well, didn't they? Yeah, but um, unfortunately, as I was just showing people, um, that's how he looks now for the viewers I'm sort of showing he, he um, looks older than he does with ageing makeup exactly. in the film because um, he's got he a very he looks very unrecognised he looks at, he's, he's got a very rare blood disorder which is basically eating him from the inside out dear and um, he's rotten on the inside the film's quite the film the film's and, coming true how horrible I mean there, there are some pictures where you can still see that it's that it's Michael York mm. but Give him his due. He's still got his voice, which sounded like James Mason in the film. But he's still got his voice, and he's still working as a voice artist. Yeah. So, and I must admit, in that film, he, he, he is really well good. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the second film. It's a quite it's quite different from that one. <laughs> Ultra, that I'm gonna. Which is a good thing, really. You'd be rather disappointed if it was exactly the same film. It's got a different title. I'm going to show you a different print of it. It's got. I like it so much. We're watching it twice, but with a different print. Oh, time, Jake. Some of the scenes put back in. 
Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a 20 minute swearing scene. <laughs> oh, there was also that scene where, where he goes, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when he finds someone's. He's like, he's like, he thinks he's Frankie Howard or something. Um, yeah, true Frankie. Yeah, uh, yeah, Um, today on the Shallow Podcast, we bring you a, uh, uh, a live and um, um, exciting conversation with a leading supernatural expert, Dr. Howard Um Dr. Howard. Um, what, am I, what am I an expert in today, sorry? Supernatural. In supernatural today? Yeah, okay. in supernatural. Uh, we're at a very spooky place, um, uh, Sibden Bond Park um, yes. in Kent, and and it's well known for its spooky, sp- spooky, spookinessnessness. Is it? That, that's the technical term, actually. Um, that sort of thing, uh, that that sort of stuff, really frightens me, to be honest. Well, but you're an expert in this. Well, well, yes, I am today. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, it's um, quite kind of conflicted, really, to be honest. Yeah, it's quite, uh, <clears throat> quite, quite, quite admirable that you've uh, invested a lot of your long, long life into yes. an area of science that mm. um, petrifies you. Well, it was just been the last few hours, actually. Um, but yes, it's it, um, it's certainly well, it's all around us, isn't it? It's all around because, us because there's nature, but then there's 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 supranature, supranature. You know, above nature. Yes, yeah. And therefore, it is all around us, sort of on top, so you're saying, alongside nature. Are yeah. you saying ghosts are part of nature, or are they, like, somewhere caught between um, super and nature? Well, I, I would imagine that that would be the case. Yes. And are you um, are you getting a lot of vibes just walking around the grounds today? Um, yes, I I had uh, I don't know I had a sight when I was walking around I did have a sight tremor in my right knee as I was walking. Yeah, yeah, but you had that on the train up, didn't you? Isn't that just your rheumatism? Oh no, you're quite right. No, you're absolutely right. Yes. So apart from the tremble in the knee, not so much. I although funny enough, I don't know if you can hear it or maybe I have to stop talking, but you can suddenly hear the sort of like a rustling sound. Um, so that's just me. Uh, oh, I'm just sticking my hand in the bush for no good reason. Can you stop doing that? Sorry, I could hear a strange mm. grumbling, groaning noise. But that was my stomach. Ah, yes. I'm sorry about. Uh, no, no one. Sorry I'm about sorry. breakfast. I, I had uh, Gavascon. I had Gavascon. So. Ah, yeah. Um, well, down. you know, these sorts of things are all part and part of being a, a, a supernatural supernaturalist. Of because although you might say, oh, well, the, the tremble in my knee, well, that was rheumatism, or the sound, oh, so that was my stomach. I think I know where you're going actually, with this. Yes. It's, um, a message. Exactly, a message from, from the beyond, dead. From the dead. communicating through the rheumatism. Gosh. Or communicating through your guts. What are they saying? What are the messages? Well, uh, sometimes they're sort of saying to have a seat because you're, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, oh, you know, they're very caring, aren't they, ghosts? Very caring, or have a Gavascon if it's the stomach. Mm. 
Um, so that's what they're probably communicating. Yes. Um, so they're very, very caring. Obviously, you don't know what completely what the message could be. No, no. It else. could be more detailed. It could be. Um, but the, it giving you the strong sense, oh, you need to sit down or you need to have a Gaviscon. So you're generally getting a feel of the ghosts here are quite helpful and friendly. Not They're not like, oh, I'm going to eat you type ghosts. No, ghost no. Um, it, obviously, it does depend where you happen to end up. And there's quite a, you know, there's plenty of yes. places. We can't go into every room in the no, house. No, no. And if you, if you go to certain... You know, parts of the country. Um, you know, uh, then you know you you will have um, you know these more nasty yes. sort of apparitions. Yeah. Which I'm sure go. you've encountered in yeah. your long and winding career. Well, yes, particularly actually where I live in Bermondsey. You know, of a night you see lots oh. of pale figures sort of staggering around. Um, you know, and you just of... want to run away because you don't want to. Uh, you know, you don't want to get into mm. any sort of difficulties with these. Yeah. Um, I've seen quite a lot of spirits yes. in your drinks cabinet, uh, Doctor. Yes. <laughs> Listeners, that's a, a, a supernaturalist joke. That's you probably won't good. get it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, very sorry. good. It's, very uh, good. No. Not heard that one before. No, no, no. it's very good. It's very <laughs> it's good. good. Very, very good. good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so what got you into the ghosties in the first place? Well, um,. I think it was. Um, I think yesterday you'd mentioned that you wanted to do this um, chat, so um, I did have a little look at something on the internet, Wikipedia actually, ah. um, just before we started talking uh, just a few moments ago. So yes, um, uh, but it's very very interesting. Mm, There's mm. a lot of literature out there. Yes. I mean, I could see that that you know you could do a lot of research. You could you could devote some of your life to that, doing that sort of thing. Yeah, and are you going <coughs> to uh, uh, your next book? Uh, isn't that going to be about the ghosts and ghouls of ghosts and ghouls? Ghost in the Ghoulies. G- yes. Yes, that, that is my next um, book. And that, once again, that is looking at the messages that are being sent to us through our different body parts. It might be the uh, stomach, but it might also be your ghoulies. The ghoulies, yeah. Yeah. Um, and often I do get a lot of uh, sensations uh, uh, there. And in your long and brief career, um, uh, w- w- what is the most exciting ghost you've encountered? Um, the most exciting yeah. uh, ghost. Uh, I know probably... it's difficult to think back to. No, it's there. actually pretty. It's um, the the most intriguing ghost was um, Liberace. Oh, um, okay. Seeing um, apparition of um, Liberace, and was he tinkling um, at the time? He was. He was tinkling all over the place. I I had to ask him to stop, and and then he went to the piano, of course, yes. and then was yeah. doing some most amazing. Music. Oh wow! I mean, the way those hands uh, moved over the keys, it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he still got it. He still got it. He still yeah. got it. Still so full of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, the music is, um, yeah. you know, and uh, I was very very impressed. Um, and uh, notwithstanding that, obviously, I'd had about five LSDs um, before. <laughs> of course. And uh, that did mean that it was difficult to focus, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, but he was gracious as ever because he let um, Alvis come on after. Oh, great. Um, anyway, if you were going to recommend this career to somebody just starting out, um, you know, with your long and brief um, career yes. in this career... Um, what, what would you say to anyone just starting out? 
Well, um, Wikipedia, I think. Uh, or Google um, yeah. is also a very, very good source of information. Um, so when you started talking about it, I, I didn't really have a clue to it. I believe um, yeah. uh, there's a journal, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, a very, um, a very, a very detailed uh, scientific journal. Yes. Uh, I think it's... Uh, is it the Daily Mail? I think... Uh, the, is, it, is the National Enquirer still going? Ah, National, National Enquirer yes. is, is wonderful for these yes. sort of things. Yes. And it not only covers um, ghosts, but also, you know, extraterrestrials. Yes. And if you wanted me to do that, because I'm an expert on that also. Oh, are you? You know about... Yes. Well, no, I can't, but I can be. Oh, you can be, yeah. yeah. Um, if, if you give me a heads up. Uh, in your I will. If you want me to. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Um, well, whilst we're here, what a uh, doctor... Doctor, fa, 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 fa. Um, have you seen any aliens recently? No, I haven't seen any aliens today. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, I, I did hear that very... I told you about that very odd sort of sound uh, early this morning. Uh, and that could easily... Yeah. Um, have been um, could easily have been their aircraft. Yes. Uh, yeah. Taking off or, yeah. or landing. Or, or taking off and landing. Or landing and taking off. Yeah. Was, um, is that the? Um, that's what they normally do. Is that the? Uh, oh, oh, baby, noise. I beg your pardon. The noise you heard. It was sort of like um, no. Did you uh, hear that noise? That was did, another noise. Another noise you heard. No, I did hear that noise. Oh, but I, 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 I just didn't think it was that. No, no, I, I, I don't know what that was. No, it was sort of like a like a blanket being um sort of flapped out, if you know what I mean, and then. Flapped flapped like a yeah. flapping out noise and then you immediately sort of thinking yeah you sort of immediately think maybe flying saucers don't you or something like that <coughs> um, it wow this place really is yes ghosts and aliens aliens yeah and flappers lovely uh, well thank you doctor no, that's a pleasure it's a pleasure it's a pleasure thank you should I stay here now also don't, don't, sorry, just, just, just stay just stay for the moment so um yeah, listeners, uh, I hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Dr. Uh And, you know, he really does have a lot of knowledge on um, both monsters. Uh, no, well, ghosties, monsters. I don't like to call them monsters because I'm ghosts, aren't But they're very nice. Anyway, and aliens. And don't forget Ghosts and the Ghoulies. Ghosts and Ghoulies, yes. Next yes. week. He knows all about this. I've finished I've done the first draft. Yes, he is somebody with a long, brief career in this subject. So, um well, we'll get back to another aspect of this show, uh, our Halloween show, and hopefully Dr. Fafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafaf
<coughs> sorry, the, the smoke from the candles is getting doing sort of my sinuses out. Uh, uh, can you can you hear me? Other dimension. Yes. This is a message from Shyetti. Um, uh, <laughs> this is me, Yeti Uncle John. I'm passing on. I'm passing on the message. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Ooh. Hello. Oh dear, this is taking ages. But uh, Paul, Paul, um, I, I think that uh, I need your help. What, 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 Cromarty? I'm in the middle of an episode. Look, you say no, but Ditty Uncle John. Oh, what's he done now? Well, uh, well, he's proposing doing a seance. Oh, not another seance. We're always doing seances on this show. Yes, but this is for the other dimension. You know, to contact them. It's, it's all very strange, that. You know, seances for other dimensions. I mean, they're not dead. They're just somewhere else. Y- yes, Paul, but this is, uh, you know, how, how we saw um, uh, Charlie Gurr contact them last time. Yes, yes, I remember. Do we need a flashback? We, we could have a very quick flashback. Okay, here's a flashback of when we contacted the other dimension via a pie seance. Happy New Year? I can't remember if we've said that already. We just Happy New Year. Happy Pi Year, as you see. Yeah, yes, Happy Pi Year. Uh, did you have any good pies over Christmas? I had 217 good pies, yes. 217? That sounds a lot even for you. No, well, it was the Christmas period. Some of them were mince pies, so they were they were small. Small, smallish. Oh, I've seen your mince pies. I've been to Christmas parties with you. Your idea of a mince pie is most people's... Uh, is a false... It wasn't a little handheld pie. It's a, uh, anyway, as long as you enjoyed yourself. Oh, yes, I did. It was very good. But anyway, I need to contact you, Paul. Oh, well, you, you have done. I'm here. What have you? What, what did you want to say? Well, Paul, um, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of a pie seance. A uh, pie seance. Well, is, is it like it sounds? Yes, Paul. It is a, a seance um, conducted with a pie. Okay. Um, when you get messages from the pie, what did? Is it like a is it like a seance seance where you're hearing from people that are, are long since past, or or is it messages from pies that are long since past? Poor Robbie, stupid. No, uh, pies do not contact you from the dead. Well, you know they're not dead anyway. When you eat a pie, you assimilate it. It becomes part of the bear who eats it, or, or whatever, whoever eats it. Well, that's a nice way of thinking about it. Yes, I, I guess that's the case. There's no such thing as a dead pie. <laughs> no such thing as a dead pie, not at all. No, it, you, it just becomes part of the bear. The spirit out there, please tell us, speak us the name of the person you have a message for. Shy Yeti. Shy Yeti. Oh, it's for me. We're kind of expecting it, though, Paul. Well, I guess so. Shush, shush, listen. So you wish to speak to Shayeti. What is it you want to say? We need your help. We need your help. In the other dimension. 
We need your help. Only you can help, Shanti. Only you can help us. Help us. Help us. But, but how can I help you? I, I, I don't like traveling across to the other dimension. You know, it concerns me that you need my help, but I mean, it, it, you know, uh, I don't do much travelling these days, what with the pandemic and all that sort of thing. I tend to like to stay at home. I mean, I... You're just making excuses, Paul. I can understand why he's nervous. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a lot going on. Well, I mean, Ick, I mean, you know, he, he needs us. I can't just go gallivanting about. Shush now, shush now, the, uh, the voices have more to say. Uh, oh, do they? Uh, you must help us. You must help us. We need you. We need you, Shayati. We need you. Only you can help. Only you can help us. You can help us. Only you. Only you can help. Only you can help. Please, please help us. Please help us. Time is running out. Time is running out. Time is running out. Running out. Oh dear, oh dear, Paul. They do sound like, you know, they're much in need. Yes, but I don't know how to get to the other dimension. It's not like you can take a train or something. Well, that's a good point. Well, ask it, ask it, how you get there. We'll come with you. Oh, yeah, I'll come with you. I, 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 I may have a headache that day. Cromarty. <laughs> I may have a headache that day, too. That was going to be my excuse. Oh, dear. Yes, so that's what he's trying to do next door. He's not volunteering to go himself, is he? No, he's trying to give you a sick note so you don't have to go. Apparently, Charlie Gurr keeps getting pestered by them and then he, in turn, pesters Yeti Uncle John because you got the phone diverted. Oh, yes, I did. Any call from Charlie Gurr goes straight to Yeti Uncle John. <laughs> I was quite proud of myself for sorting that out. I guess, Paul, but uh, I, I don't trust Yeti Uncle John to, to do a seance. He could do something bad or conjure up something horrible. Oh, you're right. He could do. Um, well, I, I think that Whilst we're working out what's going on with Yeti Uncle John, listeners, you might like to hear a Sutton Park clip. I hope it's a spooky one. I can't guarantee it. We never know what's going to get edited in. Sutton Park is generally quite spooky. Yes, Paul, come on. Have a listen to this, listeners. machine he is uh, as good as alive hmm. yes 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 most successful I am most pleased yes most certainly I never expected it to be quite so successful anyway so it is almost as if he is 
comatose yet he has no personality no uh, identity yes I've pretty much done all I need to do here but uh, if I can uh, try and get him to return to his usual self with a personality of his own yes maybe spending time with uh, more people would be it would be an advantage being isolated over here is probably not so good. Obviously, he's got me and the and, and the king. Now Crispin survived, but but he's got his own problems. I I'll have to think of an alternative. But for the moment, this will have to do. May he was on his way back. Will be able to restore some life life force to him. Yes. <laughs> good boy. Good boy, good boy. Calm down, calm down, calm down, dear, dear. dear. A bit lively, pets from next door. <laughs> you really shouldn't be in here, you know. <laughs> but you are so affectionate. Yes. There we are. Rest now, from me, me, you. Rest now. Yes, such a glazed look on his face. Don't worry. Rest now. Rest. Yes, there will be a way. There will be things I can do. You're doing very well. Maybe his personality can return. Maybe a change of scene. <clears throat> but I don't really want to run away immediately. I would crisp in around here. I mean, he's returning. He's got his own problems. I hope he's okay. Yes, rest and rest now. Rest. And you, you will be able to go back home. <laughs> yes. It's good to be back. It's really good to feel like home. Strange, really. Strange. Because it's not home. Not really, is it? Not really home. But it's become home. It really has. It's comforting, so. Oh, yes. I'm glad to be back. God, my life. My life's a mess. It's in ruins and tatters. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, Christine. You really ought not to panic. What is telling you? You have experienced some sort of supernatural experience, some sort of possession, some sort of training of your personality. But listen, I mean, you may have changed. But, well, if this was some sort of curse, I'm sure it would be reversed. I may have put enough feeling it at the moment, but I mean, so, so I mean, everyone understands that you were cursed. That you could not change anything. If you did make some sort of pass at Letty and Dottie, then fair enough. I mean, it was not of your own doing. And I'm sure God God's promises understand that. Really, Crispin, you, you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. You really shouldn't. I know. I know. Everything here is going so well. And yet, 
say? I shouldn't be so hard on myself, but it could have been because it was so close. I could have ruined everything. If this whole business happened, if we hadn't realised what had happened to me, what might have happened to Gordon Gothen and his relationships with their girlfriends, their fiancés? It could have all been my fault. All my fault. No. No, Crispin, not, not, not your fault. Whoever put the curse on you's fault. You must get it out of your head. It was not your fault. At all. The sooner you understand it, the better. Please. Well, my background isn't actually in IT. I come from an information standpoint. A few years back, I did a degree in information studies, which made me qualified as a librarian. And I worked for several years in various libraries. Information studies. Sorry for interrupting. Want to know? Information studies is the study of information as a resource, the value of information. Many people who study it go on to manage libraries or to work in publishing or other information-based things. Right. Please work. Hello. Please work. Uh, yes. Um. Well, it's been a busy day. Um. Big Callum's birthday. Uh, he went to the races yesterday. Life is too busy. Crispin, uh, of course, has gone off to France now. Just went to see him off the airport. I would have liked to have gone to the races, but no. Um, so yes, uh, I met Callum's tortoise, Tommy, and uh, and well, one thing or another. The uh, oh, did you see that lady on the television? The one who was talking. The one who was talking. That, that was that was that was your sister, wasn't it? I was talking to the viewers. That was your sister on the television, wasn't it? She's in television. She was on television. She's in. She is in television. She's in. She's in television. She might know something about that that brought that company that that Basil was involved with. But uh, oh, I don't know. But uh, as for the others, they're upstairs. They just arrived with with John. Yeah. Well, it's a long story, but they got to go into hiding. Um, not having much to do with it, but uh, that's what's going on up there. John, you say we've got to go into hiding. Well, fair enough. We'll go into hiding. If you think he's going to save us, if you think we've got to keep out of the way, we'll all go, yeah? But, but do you know where? Have you thought where we can go? It's got to be somewhere safe. Somewhere we know they won't get, he won't get us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I think I thought about that, yeah. Oh, yes, I, I thought about that. And I know where we're going to be going. Somewhere I know very well. Somewhere back in my past. Yes. Somewhere where even if he does come, we'll have the advantage. Well, obviously. Obviously, we'll do whatever's best. If that's what you think is best, then, then so be it. But that's what we've got to do. Whatever you think, John. You're the one who understands this whole business. We've obviously got to. We've obviously got to get in hiding. I only wish we could rely on poor support. I only wish this whole thing hadn't gone so wrong. I'd feel so much happier if, if he was on our side. Well, not that he's not on our side, but I mean, if he was actually here to help us, I'd just feel a lot more confident. I know you. you you got to understand it. It's gone too far for that. He realises that we're in a dangerous situation. I mean, I... You can rely on him not to 
not to inform them, not to tell fans whatever. I can't expect any more. Not after what you done. Not after what you done. I mean, <laughs> that's why he's got a copy of the shares. I mean, should he ever want to use them? Should he ever want to give them to the controller? Maybe the situation will change and it's all because of me. No, we've just got to move on. I'm going to make up for what I've done in some way. And hoping you, well, that's the nearest thing I can think of. So I'll take you where we think it's safe. We'll just have to hope. We'll just have to hope that he don't find us. Doctor Fafafafa, Fa, are you still there? Doctor? Oh, yes, yes, here oh, I am. Yes. There you are, sorry. Oh, um, I, I just wanted to, to check in on you, or check in with you whilst you're still here. Um, I know you're, you're somebody with, with, uh, a long and brief career, uh, with a long and brief career in this subject. Um, yes. I, I think I've just had a, a, an encounter. Right, and was that um, in the hedgerows around the back? No, I don't know what you mean, no. but oh, not, okay. not today, that was no. it. Oh. Yes, anyway. No, no. Um, uh, no, I, I think I've been a victim of a poltergeist. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, what happened? He left me covered in ex- ectoplasm. Are you sure it wasn't the hedgerows? No, no, that, no, it's not. It's not, unless they've moved to a different hedgerow. No. Um, no, they, 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 they lifted up my skirts and removed my hat. And, um, and it does sound like the hedgerows people. 
Sisters. No, it's only a poltergeist. They went poltergeist. You say. They went ooh, ooh, ooh. That's definitely a poltergeist activity. Yes, it, it does sound very, very suspicious at the very least. Yeah, and and they said, um, what, what were they? What, what sort of colour were they? Were they is it all white? Oh no, like translucent. Translucent. He said, uh, 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 and they sort of passed through me, and then when they oh gosh, you can see I'm covered in ectoplasm. That's yeah. what that is. That's not. It's not what you were thinking. No, no, no. Of course, <laughs> nobody could cover a person. No, no, it, no. From top no, to bottom, no, in what you're thinking about. More than one, about. though. There, definitely it? more than one. Go on, t- yeah, taste okay. it. So, no, no. Try okay. it. No, I don't think I could, darling. Go on, you try it. Try it. All right, then. Go try it. No. Oh my God! What did that taste of? Um, but it's a bit salty, and I, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, I, mm. so I'm covered in ectoplasm because yes. a ghost walked through me. Yes. Um, going ooh, 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 lifted up my skirts, lifted up my hat, cast my stick across the yonder. Yes, and and then and then what? What were they? So the. They laughed. Ha 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 That's dreadful. Like this. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. No, no, not quite like that. Ha. Well, like, um, ha ha ha. A little bit of ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, a, more, yeah, a bit more like that, yeah. Ha ha ha. That's very, very odd. Very That's taunting. Very, very I felt taunted. Oh dear, I'm sorry. I felt taunted. I felt ridiculed. I felt. It's really shaken my self confidence. You should, you should go to the police. Go to the police, what yes, would they no, say? Well, you get a crime reference number. <laughs> is it going to be long? Because well, I won't remember no, it. It's OK, because what they do, it's like any other crime, just open the case and then yeah. they close it the next day. It's fine. Well, uh, will they write... you, just, you have to do it, though. You will they write it on a bit of paper for me? Because I'm not going to yes. remember if it's like course, 12 digits. Of course something. they will. Of course they will. Do they? T- I mean, nothing will happen, but <coughs> it's important you, that you do it. Have you... Um, have you uh, had much dealings with them in your long and brief career? The police or the poltergeist? Both, either. Well, I, the former, I just, it'd be too long to go into. Yeah. But poltergeist, not so not so much. Um, generally, I get the more friendly ones. Oh, this Most one wasn't friendly. friendly. No. Yeah. I'm so sorry, darling. I mean, you know, that, that must have been so traumatic. It was traumatic. I was very traumatised. Look, my hair's gone white. Um... I, I think it was... Like, like beard's gone grey? I think it was grey before, so I don't think that's changed. So I'm going to have to have a shower. You know how the cost of living cost? I'm going to have to have a shower. You know, I'm trying not to have showers at the moment. No, Because it's so expensive. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you wouldn't... Well, I'm, I'm sure downwind at the moment, I'm sure you so wouldn't I am notice. noticing, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I haven't showered in seven weeks, so. No, yeah, I noticed... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'm just trying not to get covered in ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Oh, talking about ectoplasm. Yeah, have you ever been involved in an ectoplasm? Yes, I have. Yes, exorcisms. Yeah, no. Oh, they, they just ex- happen all the time, ex- don't they? Ex- say it to me. Exorcism. Ex- 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 exorcism. 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 Ex- ex- exorcism. Exorcism. No, not exorcism. An exorcism. 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 Yeah. Exorcism. No, they happen all the time. You just go down your local church. They will bring in a demon, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Not a, a, a demon in uh, a human. No. Not just the demon by itself. No, that'd be silly. Uh, be silly. And then. Um, they put it on an altar, obviously. Oh, yeah. Obviously, tie it down. Oh. It will vomit green soup over you, Ooh. just like in, like, like in that film. I the green, oh, um, the lives and loves of electroplasm. That's the one. 
and um, then its head will spin round probably uh, become an arachnid (coughs) uh, rise off smoke will come out from it um, but it's normally over in about half an hour. They'll uh-huh. just do like a few words in Latin, oh, and then Latin. Um, yeah, and then the demon will just pop out. Um, it will be, as it were, exorcised at that point, Exorcise. and then um, that will probably it wouldn't die. I would think. I would I would imagine that it would probably go back to hell. Uh huh. Um, and then, um, and, where, where is, and then is the, that, the where, human, where is, the human would still be there on the altar. So you'd need to untie the human, and then they would probably have a cup of tea. Where is hell these days? Is it uh, so? How, um, generally speaking, it's it's down below. Uh huh. Um, but it's in another dimension also. Oh, um, yes, Slough. That's the one. Mm. Yep. Yes. So just outside of London. Yeah. Um, it, it does get pretty hot um, there. Mm. Um, it's a little bit dank and miserable. Um, I don't know if you've ever have you ever been. Well, um, other than that time I went to those bushes, no, not really. No, no, no. Well, I, I sort of go through, <laughs> go past it on the train sometimes. Um, you wouldn't want to stop there, to be honest. No. Um, but anyway, the, the demon goes back there, and uh, the human normally a little bit fine. They're traumatised, just like you've been with yeah. the um, guys today. But, you know, a cup of tea and oh. whatever, and maybe a nice or nice biscuit. Nice or nice biscuit. Um, yeah. Then, you know, they, they're happy. Say, say that word for me again before we go. I- Exorcism. Ectoplasm. No, that's what I've got on me. Exorcism. 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 Ecstasy. Exorcism. No, it's not exorcism. That's what you get with the head trays. Exorcism. 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 You got it. It was take fajita. God, it's difficult. These with the the lingo. I can't get my tongue around it. But. Well, but that, that's the same with the, yeah, the hedgerows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to have to. Uh, maybe you can just get the garden hose on me. I'll just take it cold. Well, uh, to save, you know, on the on the, the whole energy saving business. Just get me with a hose. Just just uh, just hose me down. Get rid of this exorcism. Exorcism. Yes, I will do, darling. But but hose you down soon enough. Thank you. Uh, anyway, this has got to go. I feel um, I, fe- I, I feel safer now. I've talked to Doctor um, uh, as I say, an expert in the subject, and in his long and brief career, he's he's pretty much um, Ghost in the Gillies. You've done everything. Yeah, you've done everything uh, and almost nothing at the same time. Anyway, well, we'll hope to see you again sometime soon. So, thank you for your expert expertness. <laughs> And uh, I'm just, just going to practice. Uh, I'm going to an ectoticism. Ectis, I got it right first time. Right first time this time. Come on, Paul, quick. All right, I'm coming. Oh, there's your tea, Uncle John. He's very quiet. He sat around the table and it's very dark in here. The candles seem to have blown out. Let's turn the light back on. Oh, okay. It's Uncle John. Are you okay? He's not saying anything. Oh, my goodness. Is he dead? I don't think he's dead. Yes, Uncle John, are you dead? He's breathing. I can see him breathing. What's he done to himself? Hello, Paul. Uh, can, can you hear me? 
Uh, yes. Yeti Uncle John. That, that that voice isn't coming from Yeti Uncle John. It, it's all around us. Oh, yes. It's like a voice reverberating around the room. Yeah. How, how strange. I think you've done something to myself. Y- you do? Why is your voice not coming out of your mouth? Why is it here? I seem to have split my spirit from my body. You've split your spirit from your body? Yes, I'm now a disembodied voice. Um, I want to go back in my body, please. You want to go back in your body, please? Well, um, yeah. I'd quite like you to go back in your body as well. Oh, dear. What were you doing? As I've probably told you, I was trying to contact the other dimension. Trying to contact the other dimension. Um... And did you contact them? Uh, I think the answer is no. I did not. But what has happened to me is not satisfactory. Well, I, I, yeah, no, it's not. Oh dear. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure what to suggest. Do you need to get me back in my body? Can't you ask nicely? Can't I ask nicely? Um, Cromarty, what do you think? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, oh gosh. Uh, I, I don't know much about, uh, you know, seances. I know about hypnotism. Hypnotism. Who do we know? Do we know anybody who knows anything about, um, you know, uh, seances at all? Other than Charlie, but, you know, I, I think he knows more about pies than seances. What about Ick? Give him a quick call, Paul. All right. Oh, just a minute. Whoa. How much longer will I be like this? You put yourself in this position. I know, but I was trying to help you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, listeners, uh, whilst I try and get in contact with Ick, we have a, we have an actual scary story from Warren, Uncle Warren. He's recorded us a story. It's just arrived this very minute. I think we'll share that with you. And then when we come back, hopefully we'll be on the phone to Ick. I can't believe you're still doing this show whilst I'm hanging around a ceiling like this. I'll be quiet, did you, Uncle John? It's all your fault. Oh, charming. Listeners, have a listen to this recording. This evening takes us to the British Isles, to the small but quaint country village of Curry Mallet, a mere 10 to 12 miles from the market town of Taunton, located in the county of Somerset. It takes place in the latter end of the 20th century, during the long hot summer of 1976. But for one young boy, this was going to be far from a glorious summer. You see, they moved to the village of Curry Mallet and took up residence in the village stores. It was a wonderful old building, rambling gardens, and a shop which was part of the house. But things weren't quite as they seemed. That six-year-old boy was about to experience a terrifying situation because 
Something in the house decided it was going to watch over him at night. And whatever it was, it most definitely wasn't friendly. So for the first few weeks, this six-year-old was quite happily playing around the house, in the gardens, making friends around the village. But nobody seemed to visit the house. Which was odd. He didn't think anything of it. He's six years old. But there was something about upstairs, and almost certainly something about the area at the front of his bedroom, that at the landing. You see, there was also no bedroom door. So you could look straight out onto the landing. You could see the top of the stairs. And the stairs led down to the hallway, and off of the hallway was the sitting room. And to the left was the shop. Nothing to worry about. Nothing that seemed out of the ordinary. So, one evening at eight o'clock, this young lad climbed the stairs to bed, brushed his teeth, brushed his hair, and went to bed. Well, tried to go to bed. His parents were downstairs watching television. It was big heavy doors, you couldn't hear the television, and it was well insulated, so you couldn't hear any noise from downstairs. As he lay in his bed, the room became somewhat uncomfortably cold. Slowly and clearly, he heard a noise coming from the stairs. Somebody was walking up the stairs. The wooden staircase, which was somewhat strange, as it had thick, heavy carpet, and the sounds resonated. Heavy feet on wooden steps. Naturally, the young boy called out, Who's there? And the footsteps stopped. Again, he called out, Who's there? Not getting a reply, he got out of bed and walked out of his bedroom to the top of the landing and looked down the stairs. There was nobody, nothing, just a chill, a very cold, right to the marrow of the bone, chill. But still, there was nobody there. Somewhat confused and perplexed, the young boy returned to bed and pulled the covers over him. Once again, the footsteps started up. This time, they reached the top of the landing. There was no one there. The light is on on the landing. I had the light on whilst he went to bed, and his parents would switch it off when they got upstairs to go to bed themselves. But nothing, nothing at the top of the stairs, except the cold and an overwhelming feeling somebody was watching him. Eventually, he got to sleep. He didn't have a disturbed night's sleep, but a cold one, which was bizarre because it had been an extremely hot day and the temperature hadn't dropped that much. The following morning over breakfast, he brought the subject up of the footsteps. Both his parents looked at each other and said nobody had been upstairs until they'd come up to go to bed after watching television. And almost certainly they didn't hear anybody going up the stairs, especially as it's insulated with thick carpet. They just all laughed it off laughed it off. For the poor six-year-old, this would happen every night. The footsteps stopping outside his door. He would pull the covers over his face, not wanting to see what is standing there. But it was cold. It was very cold. Until one evening, he saw it. It started like every other evening had for the last six months. The footsteps, the resonating sounds, the intense cold. The light on the landing flickered. He pulled the covers back across his face. And there, standing in the doorway, a sheet of blackness, person-shaped, 
but looming, almost filling the frame of the door. It was cold, and the blackness was moving forward. He could just see the pale light flickering behind him on the landing. He let out a massive scream, and all of a sudden the blackness moved to the left, but to the left was the spare bedroom. His parents came up. What's going on? He was in a state. He was sweating. It wasn't cold anymore, but he said, there's somebody in the spare room. His mother went to try the door of the spare room. The doorknob was freezing cold. And all of a sudden, from inside the spare room, came a clattering sound. Both parents put their shoulders against the door, and the door opened normally. But inside the spare room, everything was in disarray. The bed was on its side. There was a chair on its top. And clothes were strewn everywhere. There was no way that this six-year-old could have done that. The bed was really heavy. It was an old wooden bed. But yet, something had done it. And that room, that room was so cold. The six-year-old just wouldn't enter the room. For the rest of the evening, the family sat downstairs in front of the fire, watching the television. The young boy huddled up, covered in his eiderdown. When it came to bedtime, he slept at the bottom of their bed, fearing to go back into his bedroom for who knows what he might see. After a few days, he returned to his bedroom, but still there was the footsteps on the stairs, stopping on the landing, and that overwhelming sense that somebody was looking in on him. He never saw the shape again. There was never the darkness, but always the cold. There was always the cold, and he never set foot in the spare room again. Thankfully, they only stayed 18 months. It was 18 months of his life that he wished he had never been through. 20 years later, the young lad returned to find out a little bit about what might have been going on. The shop was still there, so naturally he thought he'd inquire. They were far from friendly when they asked the question about the noises. Well, had they seen anything really? They weren't very forthcoming. So he did a little bit more digging and found a historian, a local historian. He explained that When the Black Death ravaged through the village, it decimated its community, and so a large pit was dug, the location of which, as you can guess, is the garden of the house in which the six-year-old lived with his family. It's always been an unquiet place, he said. There's something not quite right about that place. You could say to me, well, that's a very nice yarn, Warren, for telling us that over the Halloween period. It's a nice story, isn't it? A bit chilling ghosts, ghoulies and things that go bump in the night. But take it from me, it's gospel. Because I was that six-year-old in 1976. Do you know anything about seances? Do I know anything about seances? No! No, why would I? I come from space. We don't do seances in space. You don't? I'm sure I saw an episode of 
um, Space 1999 involved a, a space seance. Um, well, maybe on Space 1999, but not here in real life. Uh, I'm sorry. Why do you want to know about seances? Because um, yet Uncle John has... Um, uh, he separated his body from his spirit or something. Uh, he's, he's lying unconscious on the table, uh, uh, but his voice is echoing around the room. Well, how did that happen? Oh, he was doing a seance. He was trying to contact the other dimension for me. Oh, dear, not that old plot line. I'm afraid so. I thought you told them no, you weren't going. Well, I'm not going, but they keep bothering Charlie Gurr, and then Charlie Gurr keeps bothering Yeti Uncle John, so Yeti Uncle John's trying to put a stop to it and, like, give me a sort of sick note so that, you know, to say that I can't go because I'm too ill. You definitely can't go off going to the other dimension, Paul. It's not good for you. No, it won't be good for me. It's like some sort of scan. You know, they say they need your help and then you get over there, they, they won't get you back again or something. Well, that's, they'll um, steal your PIN number from your, from your credit card. Well, so they won't find a lot of money in there. Um, but you don't know anything? No, I don't. Um, what about Bettina? I can imagine her going to seances. Oh, yeah, good idea. OK, I might call Bettina. You do that. I'll let you go. Uh, we'll speak again soon. Yes, Paul, of course. Dear, oh dear. I, I don't know why I didn't think of Bettina. She's just the sort of person to uh, have done a seance at some point. Hello, Bettina Dupre. How can I help? Bettina, it's me, Paul. Oh, darling, how are you? I'm fine. Um, have you done a seance? Have I done a seance, darling? Yes, have you done a seance? Do you know about seances? Oh, I, 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 I don't think I have. No, well, I've been to them. I've even played a clairvoyant in a couple of films, but uh, um, no, I only know about fake seances. Oh dear, we were hoping you could help. In what way, darling? Oh, yes, Uncle John, he's got his spirit split from his body. He's uh, lying unconscious on the kitchen table with his voice floating around the ceiling. Oh, darling, it's no more than I would expect from Yeti Uncle John. Why did he do that? Oh, because he's trying to contact the other dimension. For me, um, oh, it's a long story. Oh, darling, I think I, I, I know a little bit about what's going on, but uh, I would suggest you call Tallulah. Really? Yes, darling. I don't know about seances, but she definitely reads the tarot cards from time to time. She's read my fortune before now. Has she? Didn't know that. Um, okay. Well, I'll give her a call. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Well, you call her quickly. You know, you don't know how long Yeti Uncle John will hang around the ceiling before he starts floating off up into space or something. Does that happen? I don't know. Oh, I don't know, darling. It sounds like it could do. Well, anything can happen on this show. Oh, you're not wrong. OK, I'll give Tallulah a call. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch soon. Of course, darling. Let me know how it goes. Will do. Oh, golly, golly, golly. Sorry, just typing. Hello, Martin. Uh, can I help? Um, uh, Martin, hi. Uh, yes. Uh, it's me, Paul. Oh, hello. What's going on? I notice it's the Halloween episode. Don't tell me. Something dreadful. Uh, yeah, well, kind of. Yeti Uncle John's split his spirit from his body and he's... He's, uh, he's lying unconscious on the kitchen table, but his voice is floating up near the ceiling. Oh, dear. Oh, well, uh, what can we do? Uh, Bettina tells me that Tallulah can read the tarot or something. Oh, yeah, well, she has done. Uh, well, um, thought that she might know how to reverse this thing. Oh, dear. Um, 
Look, Mum's still acting quite weirdly. I don't know that you'd want to see her, and I think if I asked her, she'd just say no. Really? She's still, you know, what, after the garden party? I'm afraid so. She's uh, very erratic. Um, just trying to keep her focused on her work. Um, we've lost a few uh, uh, students recently because she shouted at their parents, and uh, I, I'm having to try and do damage limitation. I don't know what's wrong with her. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry to bother you with this, Martin. Look, I have a quick word. If she tells me what can be done, I'll come over and I'll do it. Really? Is it that easy? I don't know. I just don't think you want her being there. Oh, gosh. I didn't realise things were so bad. Well, she's having a bad day at the moment. Martin! Martin, where are you? Where are you? Who are you talking to? Uh, the baker. Just talking to the baker about... A delivery I need to go and pick up. Oh, I see. Well, don't, don't delay. I won't, Mum. I won't, Mum. Sorry. Oh, gosh, she does sound grumpy. OK, well, you have a word with her. Um, and I don't know how you're going to have a word with her. And, uh, uh, you know. Don't worry, I'll manage it. I'll think of something. OK, well, if you do, please just come over as soon as you can. I will do, Paul. I will do. Oh, oh gosh. Um, what a nightmare. Um... Uh, goodbye, Martin. See you later, perhaps. I hope so, yes. Oh, gosh. Listen, it's what a nightmare. Oh, I've got a cup of coffee here. I need to drink it. Oh, it's got a bit cold. Paul, what's going on? Have, have you solved the problem? Uh, I spoke to Ick. No good. Spoke to Bettina. No good. But she did put me onto, onto Tallulah. Oh, that's good. Tallulah knows about these things? I did not know that. But apparently she reads the tarot sometimes. Anyway, I called her, well, I called Martin. Martin says that she's indisposed. Indisposed? Yeah, but he's going to come over. He's going to try and find out what, what needs to be done. What, to get Yeti Uncle John off the ceiling? Well, to get his voice off the ceiling, yes. Oh, good. Well, well, what are we going to do till then? I'm not sure. Um, um, oh, well, um, Nick and Joe and I did talk about another film. Um, um, a film called... The Paganini Horror, um, that's from 1989, and um, yeah, it's very silly. Also set in Italy, um, quite quite silly. It, we we did record about it and what we thought about it, and well, both the films we watched that night, I chose, so I like them already. But uh, anyway, let's see what Nick and Joe thought of them. Oh, and Ali, I think she she was there too. Oh dear. <sighs> I hope Martin doesn't take too long. I hope he doesn't take too long too. Have a listen to this, listeners. listeners we've just watched um probably one of the most um important horror films of the 1980s <laughs> Paganini horror one of my 
big favourites, uh, starring Donald Pleasance for a little bit, either end of the film. It does have, um, I've forgotten her name now, but... Um, uh, and uh, yeah, lots of people, other people who are acting for, for within an inch of their lives <laughs> or, or attempting to act. But, um, Nick, what did you make of this important work in cinema? I rather enjoyed it, actually. I, if anything, I probably preferred it to the first one. Um, it's a nice, chilling idea. Um, the twist at the end was good, which obviously, for obvious reasons, we're not going to tell you what it is. Um... I'm, I can say this because Joe's in the room. There were some very watchable ladies <laughs> with very watchable leggings. Mm. But that's all I'm prepared to say on the matter. Um, there's <laughs> the script. There was a the script. <laughs> well, we can surmise there probably was. Um, the script was kind of a bit clunky in places. There's, a, there's a, some very kind of eye-popping exposition and I'm a great fan of exposition I, I, I think it's very under you know it's very maligned much much maligned but um, this was good of like exposition with clanky lines um, but yeah I mean it was it was it was a quite a quite a nasty scenario but quite I, Paganini is at the centre of it but uh there's a wider issue, so Paganini is almost irrelevant <laughs> by, by the end. So the end kind of, although it's a clever twist, it renders the sort of central concept a little bizarre. But I, I suppose, yeah. But no, it was it was it was it was good fun. It's very silly. Uh, Dario Nicoloni, who that's who I was thinking of, uh, Dario Argento's um, uh, ex-wife by this point, I think. But. Uh, Joe, what do you think about this important work in cinema? <laughs> it's, well, yeah, it's, it's a very typical sort of 80s sort of Italian horror. It's interesting because it preys in all those sort of things that play music backwards, which is all that satanic music panic of the, mm-hmm. the 80s is sort of thrown in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's very exploitative. Some um, very nice skimpy costumes for mm-hmm. the young ladies, isn't it? But, I mean... Jack. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's difficult to... <laughs> as well give away the end to it but I mean it's built up that they're meant to be a popular set of music artists um, isn't anyone going to notice they just vanish off the face of the earth and, and also that they they nick Bon Jovi songs and ELO songs and do their own versions <laughs> yeah um, but I think that's more the film than the actual band yeah I mean it would be nice as I said if, um, if that was actually meant to be a nicer side of something plagiarising other people's work yeah, but I just think, think it's just that they just nick them the thing is their their bad song is uh, it, it is like their version of a Bon Jovi song um, you know uh, so it would have been a big hit so it wasn't really a good example of a bad song whether you like Bon Jovi or not or their, their version of, they should have done a really bad song like that was a bad song not just nicked a, a famous song and then made it their own but um but there was Venice again, which I forgot about. Um, not fleetingly. <laughs> fleetingly, although they did got one of the towers in... Um, one of the, the things I, I was most interested in... It's not, <coughs> the other thing is, it's not actually a very good print. Um, even though it's on Blu-ray, it's, it's, uh, they haven't actually got a very good print of it. And one of the, the, the night scenes, or the, the dusk scenes, hit the same problem we did... Um, five years later on a, a film we made called Tide of Freedom which we did at the, on the beach 
and um, that was the light goes and um, there it was we were, you know everything goes blue in fact I had the same problem when I remade the film five years later um, and you would have thought with I mean I don't know how much budget they have for the lighting but um, they, you would have thought they'd Oh, a, a small word about Donald Pleasance. Mad as a mongoose in this, and, and <laughs> it was just nice to see him. It's always nice to see him. <laughs> well, worth yeah. saying that he he is dubbed by somebody who says nothing like Donald Pleasance. Yes, yeah, more like Christopher Lee, <laughs> which is unlikely. But <laughs> but, um, but we saw so we also by by um, a postscript we also saw a. A trailer for the New York Ripper on 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 the first disc that we were watching mm. this evening, and uh, this Jack Headley, who is about the most British actor, <laughs> you, you know, the, the, uh, the, you know, he's, 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 he was as British as the Union Jack, and and they gave him in uh, a sort of telly <laughs> voice, which <laughs> kind of like what? <laughs> so I think they just wanted his body. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> But, but no, that was, um, that, was, that was that was bizarre experience. But. I think that was my possibly my third time with Paganini Horror, but um, that was one that I did sort of enjoy from the first first time I saw it because it was so ridiculous and silly and <laughs> such a people shaking each other when they're talking like, "Don't you understand?" Shake, 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 and then they, the other person, "Yes, I, I do understand." Oh, shakes them back. Exposition. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the exposition. Uh, that was expedition ex, 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 exposition to end all expedition uh, people falling through floors and crawling through tunnels and getting covered in mustard or what looked like mustard and tomato ketchup right, yeah. so, so uh, geographically it was a bit of a I think the, the, the moral of the story is get yourself a decent bloody recording studio <laughs> Uh, and, not, and not some hellhole, hell quite literally hellhole in, because, in Venice. Because um, there's a force field that builds up around the the, the house that they're trapped well, in. They make that from the demons, uh, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and and, and um, when they think it's, they think, oh, is it gone? Is it gone? They, they reach forward, and then one of them mm. get, still gets shocked, and then the other one kind of, oh, well, grabs her too, and then she gets shocked. And they're obviously very keen to paint in their li- their own limbs, though, because <laughs> the amount of times they went, my hands, my hands. There's a lot of hysterics. Uh, um, yes, um, a lot of history on yeah. it. Yeah. The effect did look a bit like the old title sequence to Casualty. And also, the I have to say, um, the when the, the there's um, a, 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 a pile of dust at the end, which sort of <laughs> is is a little contrived. <laughs> but you, it's it's difficult to know kind of what happens to the lead baddie at the end because you know he, he sort of appears to die, but then you think, well, is that happening all over again? But is it happening exactly all over again? It's 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 as it's as clever as it's confused. The, the, the <laughs> I um, don't think I don't think it stands up to a close um, interpretation. No, yeah, but it's uh, sort of like an idiot's version of Children of the Stones. <laughs> I hope you liked my my choices. I thought they complemented one another, even though they were quite different. I think I, pre- I, I think I preferred them to Aliens too. I must admit. Oh, um, I like Aliens too as well. Sorry. Yeah, they're fun. I just hope you don't both have nightmares. Um, I think I think we'll be all right then. Yeah, we'll I see. Playing tomorrow morning, so I. I d- <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, 
Thank you, listeners. That's why you didn't want to say away with it after that. Did you enjoy it, Ali? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Yes, so listeners, that was our yeah, that was those were our two scary films for this episode. And I don't, you can sort of add this as a postscript to some something else. Um, Joe has brought me from from his archive, copious archives of the Magnus Edition and Life After. He's brought me several bits of artwork from the latter Magnus Editor, which I'd, com- I'd hitherto completely forgotten that I'd done. And um, so it was, that's been nice to see again. And. Uh, I've given in, in return. I've given him a mm. novelisation of um, Stranger Lives Again, which well, there's several of his characters, which I hope I've done good justice to. Well, if you wrap a similar vintage of the film, I su- <laughs> I'm surprised they won't do it to you in an ancient scroll, which was wrapped around an old toilet roll, <laughs> they, uh, which was a, there was a scene where. Um, where the scroll with this song by Paganini was handed over, they unwrapped it and broke the seal, and and when they unfolded it, yeah, it was wrapped around a toilet roll. <laughs> Even though he died in eighteen forty. Yeah. Copies of that, so uh, unlike Paganini's work, it's not actually unique. So, oh, wow. Well. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Thank you. Hi listeners, um, well, Doctor has gone now, so um, I'm doing my best to, you know, use what he taught me, what he told me, um, the wise words, and he has many wise words, um, you know, in his long and brief career, he has such a lot of wisdom to give. And one of the things I asked him that uh, I sort of focused on in our conversations um, outside of what you heard recording was, you know, I explained to him that I was going to be spending a night in this haunted house. And uh, I I, um, asked him what I needed uh, to do, you know, to sort of either attract the ghosts or just to deal with whatever I might experience. Uh, One of the things he suggested was a bottle of port. So I've got myself a bottle of port. He also, and I I didn't understand him to start with, he he suggested I got a nice curry in uh, a range of different side uh, dishes, Um, maybe a nice dessert, perhaps a trifle, um ice creams obviously more than one flavor um and i thought he meant well you know that uh uh you know the ghosts might want to come and join me um for the meal uh and that uh, having the food would sort of lure them out of the woodwork but uh, no no what he said was that that was really just for me because i probably find that i was waiting quite a long time uh, and I probably wouldn't experience anything, which is a bit annoying. Um, I think that's probably, you know, being a little bit uh, 
pessimistic. Um, but, you know, I guess he's done the same thing in his long and brief career. He'll have, he'll have spent nights in spooky places. Um, again, um, he mentioned that maybe I get myself a Netflix subscription. Uh, and I told him it was fine that I, I had uh, um, I, I bought some DVDs with me. So I, I, didn't, I didn't need Netflix. Uh, but on this occasion, he said, no, Netflix is for the ghosts because the ghosts want to catch up um, on the latest season of Stranger Things, which I myself have, have been watching very recently. And boy, they don't half stretch that story out across nine episodes, I can tell you. Uh, feels like you're sitting and watching nine movies, and yet very little happens. But anyway, that, that's uh, me being... Um, a critical, overcritical, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, Doctor he's quite uh, contradictory in some things he advises. So food is for me, not for the ghosts. Although he didn't say that any of the food would put the ghosts off. It's just that ghosts don't eat. I thought perhaps they did. Shows how little I know. And uh, whereas the Netflix was for the ghosts more than myself. So so I've. Uh, I've got, I've got got that all sorted, but uh, if I hear anything, I'll let you know. Maybe there will be some ghostly visitation, which I can capture um, on the recording, if it comes out, of course. Dr. I think I probably preferred more than um, than was necessary there. I've lost count of how many F's is in his surname. Um, Dr. F uh, said that sometimes ghosts like to play tricks and that they try and turn off recording devices. Um, it's not that I'm recording on video anyway, so it's more voices I'm hoping for, but uh, we shall see. Okay, well, I'll get that bottle of port open. And again, I'm not sure whether that was for me or for the ghosts or possibly for both of us, you know. <laughs> is a port is port a spirit? No, I think it's a fortified wine. Never mind. I would have thought he would have wanted me to bring uh, vodka or uh, or gin or uh, something like that. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't get that joke. It's a it's a, it's a super supernatural uh, expert joke. Uh, yeah, spirits, spirits of have a drink. We're hunting spirits. No, that way, and I know you won't get it. It's very, very niche, very niche humour there. Okay, right. Um, I shall report back.
Where's Martin? Goodness sake. I don't know. It's got to get the advice out of uh, Tallulah. And if she's distracted, I don't know. What's going on? Uh, uh, I'm still stuck up here in the ceiling somewhere. It's fine. I've asked for advice. We'll find a way of reversing you. I mean, you know, getting you back in your body. Did you get a chance to speak to the other dimension? No, I did not. I've not heard from anybody. I'm just, I'm just floating up here. No word from the other dimension at all. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, gosh, well, uh, ooh. Well, I, there, might be some, there might be some other things I've recorded for this episode. I can't remember. Well, you could put that on now, Paul. Yeah, until Martin gets here. Yeah, okay. Listeners, there'll be some other bits now. I'm not sure what they are. I'm, I'm a bit distracted. I'm so sorry. Yes, listeners. Oh, I'm stuck up here in the ceiling. Well, just stay where you are. Don't don't wiggle. What do you mean, don't wiggle? Well, if you wiggle, you might go up into the roof space or, or float up into space. That's what Bettina said. Or was it Ick? One of them said that. That's not going to happen, is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about these sorts of things. Well, like, that's not totally true, but... Um, oh, anyway, listeners, have a listen to whatever this is. And when we come back, hopefully Martin will be here. Joe, uh, this is our horror episode. Is there anything you want to say? Anything anything you want to... Any words of wisdom about Halloween horror? Anything whilst you're, whilst you're here? Halloween horror? Well, you know, or, you know... Ha- anything Halloween scary? Or the Halloween films? Sorry? The Halloween films? No, no, no. Like, as this is the episode that this is... Uh, is there any, anything about horror? I well, know you're a big fan of horror. Horror, haven't we? Indeed, yes. Yeah, 1986, we did our first joint story together, which was one one October night, which was... Uh, uh, well, we both came up with the, the idea of a Halloween story both together, didn't we, in about 84. Mm. And we thought, instead of doing rival ones, let's <laughs> just, just team up, because we, we knew we were going to write the last magnitude of the story. And uh, we decided that, in the end, that uh, we needed a dry run or two um and so we we uh we we did one together and there was there was little bits from nightmare on elm street and a bit more horror and um and stuff but and a bit of halloween there as well um but yeah it was good it was a bit of prefiguring torchwood exactly yeah we, we we worked out when we did the book that uh um we predicted torchwood by 20 years <laughs> uh we, we were 20 years ahead of torchwood <laughs> if, if you, Joe, if you were going to sit down and watch a scary film around this time of year, what 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 would your go-to be? Um, I've probably asked you this before, but uh, well, oh, good question. Um, you see, normally, well, yeah, obviously, I'd love The Wicker Man, but I always tend to watch that uh, in May. Yeah, it's, um, mm-hmm. it, it's the time of film set, so that, that, that's always my 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 ritual to watch it on the first of May. Mm-hmm. Can't help the soul. Yeah, 50, 50 years old. Well, it was recorded, yeah. it was filmed 50 years ago this this month. Mm. Last, next month. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a guessing, that's a good question. <laughs> what is your favourite autumnal horror film? I don't, I don't think I've got a seasonal. Well, Auntie Roo's always Christmas. We always get our. Oh, Auntie Roo. We yeah. always get that out at Christmas. <laughs> um. I just like it's a nice creepy kind mm. of. I probably movie. watch in a way. I probably watch as much or more horror films around Christmas because I can't stand yeah. Christmas and I don't like 
TV shows that get showed at Christmas. Christmas films and it's a horror film. Um, um, yeah. But no, I, um, so that would be definitely Christmas. But I, I don't think I've got a go-to autumnal horror film. I guess um, I guess um, images and symptoms are both more aut- autumnal than, yeah. than Christmas. Although I tend to watch them at Christmas, but. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, Christmas for me is just rewatching my box set of um, Ghost Stories for Christmas. Christmas yeah, oh, we yeah. were talking about that. Uh, we've been talking yeah. about that today with another guest. Stone tape. And stone tape, indeed, oh, yes, because yeah. of course that yeah. was, yeah, and that was a Boxing Day presentation. Mm. Yes. Indeed, it's the same year you got a, a Ghost Story for Christmas. Actually, I, I um, which is a bumper crop one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually, I think the last time I watched Stone Tape was at um, Bo- on Boxing Day. Ooh, nice. Yeah. yeah, so if I have to keep them, yeah, trying to sort of watch it across the period last Miss eighty one. Not horror, but pretentious on the level of cobblers. But for some reason <laughs> I can't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, on the occasion. But no, yeah, autumnal horrors. Um, Canon and Company, probably. <laughs> no, that's a Christmas. Anyway. That is Christmas, but it's yeah. yeah. I suppose Amateur. I suppose the Amateurville horror was filmed. Yeah, the problem was in the, in the fall. Yeah, the I mean the problem fall. was I rewatched the Amateurville horror, the original, and it was terrible. I mean, it really oh, come was. On. They're, 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 it's so bad that it's watchable. I mean, it, it's just barely. About I mean, I've been rewatching a lot of old films like that. I mean. Oh, the Changeling was what I really watched. Terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, what's that? Terrible one? can be good if you're in the right mood, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what's that one? Volley reading. Um, oh, burnt offerings. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a. Oh, I watched that. Uh, Dan Curtis, who did he did Dark Shadows. So. Yeah. No, I remember that being quite scary as a kid, but then uh, as an adult, you said that. This is terrible. <laughs> um, I remember you. I remember you a few years ago. You um, brought a. When we were at St Martin's Church Street, you brought a horror film around called Waxwork. Oh, that's with the, the late David Warner, who's just stunning. passed away. And um, and I remember you, you you sat me down and, and showed it to me, and you said when you first saw it, you thought, oh shit, and then yeah. you thought, oh, it's a piss take. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so po-faced to start with. You think it's going to be typical sort of late eighties horror film, <laughs> and eventually just. Particularly when Patrick McNee turns up, you realise, oh, he's taking the pin. <laughs> yeah. oh. But then we've got um, uh, Kill Keith, which oh, is yes, a yes. send-up of Kill Bill. And yeah, with Keith Chagley. Uh, the, the whole film is basically got to kill Keith, kill Chagler. Yeah. It's, it's a good um, fun one, that, actually. It, yeah. It's lunatic from the opening credits next time right, right to the end credits, uh, which just ends up yeah. absolutely everything well, I suppose the only thing I think of a terminal would be something like probably it's films that I remember having watched ahead of me things like the Blair Witch Project when mm. I saw it on the cinema and when they re-released The Exorcist at the cinema which I suppose Carrie yeah I remember I think it was 2015 ah. you were around at my place um, doing the commentary for Smile Again and um, we, we did I think we did a Carrie back to back we did Carrie and Carrie 2. I've actually got a lot of time for Carrie 2. A lot of people don't like it. It's not exactly Carrie, but it does pull some different rabbits out of different paths. Useless Link here. The bloke who did the music for uh, Phantom of Death also did the music for Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Brian De Palma, favourite. (laughs) I've I've got a soft spot for uh, Blair Witch 2, which... Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, um, Shadows. Yeah, which, which... 
Actually, I think it has developed a bit of a following. Or, or, or uh, you know, I was impressed with Blair Witch. Actually, I remember you showed me yeah. Blair Witch. But, um, although I don't like the remake, that that was, that was pointless. But uh, see, I remember you you liking it because it was a bit something parky. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> we do. Yeah, we'd already we'd already, we'd already done that. Done that. Yeah. <laughs> just not for just not made as much money just, you know, for, or any money. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, maybe it's going to go for a horror and the Autumnal Period. Oh, yeah. That, that's got a certain something about it. But uh, I, I can even have a big watch of that because there's, there's, there's several several films and things like that based on M.R. James stories. I think that's probably mm. a, a good treatise mm. to be written on uh, the Project of M.R. James Ghost Stories for Christmas, um, that version of Probably yeah. a good Halloween film in there, but yeah, it's also that um, there's also that bizarre Italian film called The Church. Oh yeah, if you quarter on it, which apparently is based on an M.R. James story, yeah. and uh, sort of goes off at a tangent. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, but, but then children, are, children of the stones are something we enjoy watching. Oh yeah, and our, our housemate, um, Lucy, Lucy who's in Barbarian, watched it in the wrong order. She watched <laughs> the last episode first. So she thought this guy had sort of a resurrection had happened, and then watched the other, and it was like. She also asked if it was based on a true story. Yeah, (laughs) it it completely like freaked her right out watching the last episode first, and then one, two, three. People are eating onto stone. Yeah, and she was going. People say "Have nice day." That sounds like happy day. And I actually, (laughs) I, I saw. Um, Children of the Stones but it was first televised and it did give me nightmares mm. and the music was still giving me nightmares in my 30s <laughs> <laughs> oh. well you know it was quite ooh um, mm. <laughs> I mean yeah I remember being very very chilling but it, it was very cleverly done in the way it was done so ooh well thank you very much I just don't get too scared we need you back next year <laughs> <laughs> Slit, ha- have it have sleep well <laughs> have a nice day. Have nightmares. <laughs> have nightmares. <laughs>
I try not to mention it. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, however did you see that, Ditty Uncle George? Oh, of course, because you're looking down on us from from up there. Yes, I can, I can see all your bald spots. Well, it's not that difficult to hide mine. Oh, dear, Paul. What, what happens now? Ah, uh, shush. I've got to, I've got to get into the, the mood, apparently. Okay, yeah, get in the mood, Martin. Do you need, uh, do, 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 do you need a gin and tonic or anything? That's not the sort of spirits I was thinking of. But we do have to contact them. Actually, I might need a vodka afterwards. But uh, anyway, um, shush now. We're being quiet. Oh, yes, we've been very quiet. Uh, yeah, we've yeah, been, been very, very quiet. quiet. You're not being quiet yet, Uncle John, so shush. Uh, can you all be shushed, please? Yes, yes, be quiet. Um, now, what was it Mum said? She said, I appeal to the spirits. I appeal to the spirits to return yet Uncle John, uh, to return his aura to his body. Uh, the two have been separated and they must be returned. Please see that it is done. Is that it? Uh, quiet. Sorry. Paul, be quiet now. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't feel anything's happening to me. Uh, you be quiet too, yet, Uncle John. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll say it again. Um, spirits, I need you to return the aura of Yeti Uncle John to his body. The two have become separated. Please see that it is done. I feel a little tingly. Uh, maybe it's starting to work. Oh, wow. And maybe we should all say it. What, even me? Uh, no, not you, but it's a good idea, Cromarty. Uh, here we go. Um, uh, spirits, 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 please return the aura of the young John to his body. body to his body to become, become separated. Please, please see that it is done. done. Oh, I'm feeling most tingly. Uh, oh, oh, it's, it's always very strange. Oh, it's, oh, 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 oh. Oh, the room's got very cold all of a sudden. It has, hasn't it? Uh, I think something's happening. Look, look, the body's beginning to move. Oh, 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 oh dear. Oh, oh dear. Uh, oh, hello guys, what's going on? Oh, oh, I'm back in my body. Oh, thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, don't go anywhere near uh, a Ouija board or, or try a seance ever again. Uh, it could have been so much worse, Paul. Yes. It could have been so much worse. Could have been. It could have conjured up another demon. Yes, so so much worse. Oh, golly gee. Um, yes, Uncle John, I'm so glad that you're back in your body. Oh, uh, yes, me too. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, oh I better let everybody know. Top of you want to know. Uh, Bettina, Ick. Uh, well, I'm glad I could help. Well, thank Tallulah for us. Well, I kind of will. But as I hadn't told her what exactly I was doing, I can't really. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, i better go because, um, you know, I'm supposed to be just popping down the grocery store or the baker's or whatever I told her. Yeah, OK. And uh, his uh, spirit or aura is not going to float out of his ear hole again, is it? Uh, no, he should be back permanently. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, right. Well, i, I better start calling around. It's me again. I'm sure you're keen to know how my ghost hunting went. Um, as you'll remember, I had all my provisions for the night, um, but uh, 
But, well, things didn't quite go to plan. I did do some recording. Um, have a listen. Hello? 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 Ghosts? Ghosts? Hello? Hello? I'm I'm here to record you. I'm here. Where are you? I'm here. Where are you? I've got. I've got. I've got. I've got all manner of all manner of refreshments. All manner of refreshments. You can watch the TV. Watch the TV. Turn the lights off if you like. Or I can put them back on again. I put them back on again. Hello. Hello. Come on, ghosties. Come on, ghosties. Come on, ghosties. Just say hello. Just say hello. I don't want to say hello. I don't want to say hello. So as you can see, things didn't quite go to plan. Um, but uh, anyway, it was an experiment. And, uh, you know, Dr. had warned me that it wouldn't be easy. And, you know, we tried these things before. And, yeah, that is our experience. It's not easy. Did it not go as you wanted it to? No, I'm afraid it didn't, no. Oh, well, I'm very sorry about that. Uh, well, you know, it can't be helped. What was it that you were looking for? Oh, I was just looking to uh, speak to one of the resident ghosts, but, uh, but it didn't happen. No, no, alas not. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, you try these things, they don't always work. Oh, uh, yes, yes, that's true. Hey. I've suddenly remembered something. Oh yeah, what's that? Well, I'm a ghost. <laughs> How wonderful. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> pleased to meet you. You're a what? Oh, good, good grief, so you are. Uh, listeners, um, <laughs> he's here. Well, I'm very boring though, I've got nothing to say. Oh, well, well um, um, uh, what, what's your favorite color? Uh, a, a ghostly brown. Ghostly Brown. Um, and what's your favourite uh, um, pop group? Oh, I like the Nolan Sisters. The, 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 the Nolan Sisters. Okay. And uh, your favourite meal? Oh, I don't really eat anymore. I don't need to. Yeah, fair enough. What was your favourite food? I quite like to roast dinner. Roast dinner? Um, um, anything else? <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I came prepared with all these different... Uh, food items and, and things to do, but I forgot to write a list of questions. Oh, well, I've got to go and do my laundry now. Your laundry? Yes, yes. You know, white sheets and all that. They get quite dirty if you don't keep them washed. I guess they would. Oh, well, um, uh, I'll see you again, maybe. Yes, yes. Oh, oh uh, my name's Paul, by the way. Uh, what's yours? You can call me Lord Ardbark. Uh, better go. L Lord Ardbark? Do you think he was taking the mickey? Well, he was definitely a ghost. Yes, I think he was. Oh, well. <laughs> Not such a washout after all. Oh, I wonder if he's doing his sheets. Maybe he could wash my smalls before I go home. Um, uh, Lord, Lord Ardbark, is, is there room in your washing machine for... for... Oh, he's gone. What a pity. <laughs> Never mind. I must let Dr. know that I actually had some success. <laughs> yes, right. Um, right, where's his number? I've got to go. Uh, better go. Um, good, goodbye for now. <laughs>
listeners. Um, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> End up being a scary episode that I ever imagined. Um, thanks to Joe and Nick, and thanks to Warren. Thanks to Toppy and anyone else who's appeared in this episode. Uh, I, I've lost track. Oh, um, we, we actually have a bonus episode coming up very soon. Uh, you know you know how I was saying at the start of the episode, I wasn't sure you know, what we were going to be doing. Well, now we've, we've actually got a bonus episode. We have a sort of a, a chat with Nick and uh, Toppy Smelly, which will be coming up next, next episode. Um, so the, that is all about sort of scary memories and scary things, just a general chit-chat. So yeah, the spooky season has only just begun. You wait for one scary episode, and then another one comes along immediately afterwards, you know. Anyway, I better go. Uh, speak to you again soon. You take care. All right, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Yes, Martin was able to help. Um, long story, but uh, yeah, yes, young John is back to his old self. Oh, good, oh, good, good, good. What about the other dimension? Hmm, not sure. I'm going to try and send them a message outlining once and for all that I, I can't visit. They can always come to you. Hmm, I did think about that, although I'm a bit worried about what I might be inviting. Hmm, <laughs> yes, good point. Anyway, I've got to go, I've got to speak to Bettina. Okay, Paul. Bye for now. Bye, Ike. Oh, Paul, I'm so glad to hear it. Oh, he's okay then. Yeah, he's okay. And Tallulah was able to help. Well, Tallulah, actually, Martin came because Tallulah's Tallulah's busy and she's still not her old self. Oh, darling. It's what happened at the garden party, isn't it? Well, it definitely seems to have triggered something. That's not your fault, though. Well, I feel like it is because it was my party. Yeah, but the vampires were always going to be there. And actually, you know, at least we pretty much got rid of them after that. Well, Max did. Oh, yes, I suppose so. I do hope Tallulah gets better soon. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, anyway, send uh, your Uncle John my love. Will do. Oh, what about the other dimension? Oh, don't worry. I'm going to try and send them a message. Oh, well, take care. Be careful. Don't, don't let them talk you into anything. I won't. I won't. Right. Bye for now. Oh, yes, goodbye. I can hear the theme music coming. <laughs> so can I. OK, bye for now. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye. So my love to August. Will do, darling. Will do. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, (laughs) what's going on now?
So, Paul, what are you going to try and do? Um, I'm going to try and leave a message. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and send it through the ether. Yeah, it's not a very good special effect, Paul. It's, you don't need to say that yet, Uncle John. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a podcast. They can't see it's a very bad special effect. That's very dear Uncle John. Don't undermine him. Yeah, exactly. Don't undermine me. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. What do you do next? I'm just going to speak. Um, speak. It's like leaving an answer phone message. Oh, well then, go on. Uh, hello, uh, this is Paul the Shaggy trying to contact the other dimension. Um, I received a message by a friend of mine, Charlie Gurr, quite recently, asking, well, demanding that I come to the other dimension to help sort something, uh, some problem, but uh, they weren't specific. I'm just sending this message to say that I can't do that. Uh, my, my mobility is not as good as it was after the pandemic, and um, I, I'm not able to come. Also, your message suggested I come alone. Now, that, that really isn't possible. So you can either wait... Or, you know, there's absolutely no chance I'll be coming. Some days I can barely move around the flat, so uh, I have to take it easy. I have to be very careful. So, um, I'm sorry, but, um, I, I mean, if you want to come over here, uh, you'd be welcome. We can talk about whatever the problem is here, but I can't come to you. So, um, I'll wait to hear from you. Uh, uh, thanks so much. Don't take too long to reply, will you? Uh, I'm waiting, waiting to hear from you. Uh, goodbye for now. Do you think that would have done it, Paul? Well, that's how, you know, speaking across the, the table with the seance and the, the lights and the candles, and that, that, that's how it's supposed to do it. Well, let's just hope that works. I didn't like you inviting them over here, though. We haven't got the space, Paul. Well, I didn't know what to say, did I? It probably isn't a good idea, but uh, I can't go to them. They need to understand that. Dear, oh dear. Well, I hope we hear from them soon. Preferably... Uh, I hope that they've sorted out their own problems and you and you won't need to get involved. Yes, 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 Uncle John, that's a good point. Well, I hope that too. I'm hoping all this delaying tactics has meant that uh, they have sorted out whatever problem it is. But the sooner they realise I'm not going to their dimension, the better. Yes, yes, well. Anyway, listeners, happy Halloween. Hope you had a, a nice scary time. Yes, hope you didn't end up floating above your own body, you know, as a disembodied voice like me. Oh dear, yitty Uncle John. I, I do hope that didn't happen to you, listeners. Anyway, bye for now. Yeah, bye now. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Oh my God, there's nothing I like better is when another new episode of the Shine Light Podcast comes out. <laughs> Toffee. Hello, it's me. Hi. Oh, I, I, I just wanted to call to say um, uh, thank, thank you. You know, we've just got back from 
Pickle Hollow, and, and it was lovely being in your Halloween episode. Uh, uh, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, sorry about what happened, Dick. You know, yeah, and things happen sometimes, but yeah, yeah, um, he, he understands. Um, I, 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 I put my episode out, my Halloween episode. I, I hope you'll like that. I, think, I knew you were going to get yours out first. Yeah, well, I think it came out. They came out about the same time, but um, I, don't, I don't know if it's my best by any means. But I think talking to you definitely helped. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I, if I if I was you know because I was on it, it's probably top notch. It's probably yeah, like one of those. Well, yeah. You know, that's what I was kind of betting on. You know, uh, uh, at least I was able to put uh, Halloween episode with, with Toppy Smelly, guest star, with guest star Toppy Smelly. So, yeah. there you go. Gets yeah. three or four more downloads. So it's good. That's right. Uh, anyway, well, I just wanted to say thank you. And uh, um, we need to meet up again in a few weeks' time. I need to tell you about this Christmas thing that isn't Christmas. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to stop it. I'll let yeah. you go, and I need to unpack. So okay, all right. Well, uh, thanks for letting me know how it went, and and uh, I, I promise I'll send a crate over of uh, cat food because I ate it all. I'm oh, sorry yeah. that, but um, that did, did he did he didn't like that flavor anyway? So it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, right. um, 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 thanks. Say, send them, send my love to, to everybody in Pickle Hollow, and I'll, I'll speak to you soon. I will, I will, and and thanks for coming to our haunted house. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, bye for now. Bye. 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 The Chayette is marvelous. Oh, such a gentleman. <laughs> and then there's the episode where Paul laid an egg. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was a dragon. Now that one was funny.